Hey everybody, I'm Lauren. I'm Emma. And you're listening to The Oak View. Hi Emma. Hey Lauren. Hello everybody. Hello friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Oak View. View. So sorry that we were absent. We have been quite absent and we really do apologize. No, it's just, you know, but we're back in action. We're, we're ready to own up to it. And we're back here with another enticing episode to why we have now established that our podcast is about friendship, relationships, and just overall loving care for people you love. And like, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that? That's the vibe. That's the vibe, man. Honestly, I really like that we we really did exactly what we said we were going to do. So at the beginning, our first podcast, remember how we said, like, we're going to talk about the process and, like, get here and, like, find out what we're doing? Yes. And I feel like we have kind yeah. of found that niche. We found. And I hope that we kind of wrap it up nicely and then we'll start, like, a season two. Yes. What do you think that would look like? New and improved. Yeah. I honestly, you know what we should do? We should do exactly what we said we were going to do. We're going to wrap up the summer. And then start anew, because like we can do a full yeah, a full yeah, year's yeah, yeah. worth. That would be really fun. OMG, yeah, yeah, the year mark. Oh my gosh, we've been doing this for a long time. I know, and it's honestly, I wanted to share. And something. people like it. People do like it, and guess guess how much people like it, Lauren? How much? So much that we have an email from someone who wants us to be on a team and participate in their podcast app. Now I don't know how legit this is, but this girl emailed us. From this, um, I don't know what to call it. Like a, it's called an um, it's an application that you can use. But the only thing I really cared about, because like Lauren and I have to discuss what this even means. All I cared about is that she says, "I think you would fit perfectly in love and relationships," and I just was like, "Ah, oh, that is so us. I love this." Have you not read this email? Do you think she actually? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I was like, you haven't read this email. My name's Lauren, and I don't check my email frequently. I literally get the email don't. sent to my phone. How dare you? Um, did you get my last email? <laughs> what cracks me up is that she emailed us again and was like, "Please respond." But I googled it, and I can't find any information about this app. Yeah, what the heck? I think I've seen it. It looks familiar, but I can't really guarantee if it's true. Seems a little sketchy. Just a little. But if that's a sponsorship, I'm ready to be. <laughs> Just, we got to look into that, I guess. I guess so. But honestly, it's been a really great um, perspective just to see how far we've come. And honestly, I really like that we are categorizing ourselves, even though, you know, we, we do still talk about everything that we care about, We're, you know, different topics that Laura and I are passionate about. But it's been super fun to discover our little thing that we love talking about. And uh, and another thing about it is just that Lauren and I really value these conversations between the two of us because best friends are just becoming better friends. So hello, hala hala. Okay, Lauren, hit us with the good stuff. So today, well, previously, previously on the Oakview podcast, we talked about we were talking about friendships and some particular circumstances and where they fit in our ABCs and yada yada yada, right? And we kind of determined that what do I want to call it that communication between between the levels what does that look like from an A to a B or a C to an A you know right we have friends who right where they're a friend but they are our B or C friend and honestly I mean? it's really heartbreaking 
And that communication, I think we were talking after we recorded this episode about the things that we wanted to talk about next. And now it's been a while. So, you know, hold on tight with us as we try to refresh our memories. Well, let's let's not act like we didn't try because here's the deal. We did record an episode, but Emma did not like it. And it was the first (laughs) time I have ever said out loud, I do not want to publish this. And that was very. Um, I have said that. More, more times, times than Emma, and we've still published those episodes. Yeah, because I don't take no for an answer. <laughs> and then when Emma said no, I said, no problem, sweetie. That's okay. <laughs> if you ever call me that, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the groove right there. <laughs> no, no, I it was it was a little too personal for me, and I, okay, I've gotten so anyway, personal. Anyways, you're right. Keep going. We wanted to talk a little bit about how do I want to phrase this? the the effort versus reception of i don't know i don't mm. tell me to try yeah we want to talk about the perspective of the friend that gives so much and the boundaries that come with it but there's a catch right because sometimes at least i know i feel this way we give so much and we love so hard that we are not met on our same level. Yes, and then there's a discrepancy there. There's an imbalance yes. in a friendship. Yes, and I think that's where the categories come in because honestly, before, every time we talked about how like you might be an A friend to a B friend, I was always in the perspective of the A friend, meaning like I was saddened that someone put me at a higher pedestal and I put them when in reality... This perspective is what does it feel like to be a B friend when you are, you know. When they're your A friend. Yes. What does it feel like to be on the opposite end of that where you know that your friend doesn't love them just as much as you love them? (laughs) Or it becomes clear that the effort that you put in or you get so excited about talking to them and they're a little bit more unenthusiastic about you and sharing their life with you. Right. And and I don't and you, and you just take it and you just like live with it. Yeah, and I don't I don't really. Well, I I wish that I could make this up right now. I literally just had this conversation with Megan like the other day. Oh really? Because we're gonna share too much for a second. I sent <laughs> Megan this long text message about something that I was really feeling about. Um, some pain I was feeling with some friends and I was like I care so much about everyone around me that I do not get it in return I I go above and beyond for friends I break my back for friends Mm -hmm. and I don't get it reciprocated and I don't feel like they can even meet me halfway they always let me down and unfortunately I've had to choose to place them with myself like oh yeah or you you kind of like pick up the slack too or you make excuses or yeah. you you know you you linger you forgive you you think that i'm just doing too right. much that's my problem right. it's on me right right when in reality it's like it, it it might be every bit their fault but we care so deeply about them as people and then you can't make yourself stop right no like, no, like I have to, this is so sad, but I have to sometimes make them feel like they're worse people 
so that I can feel some justice. Oh, say it again, girl. Oh my goodness. It's so bad. Yeah, sometimes you have to be like, make them feel bad and, and, you know, not give them the excuse because they'll say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just the worst. And sometimes you'll be like, yeah, you kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. And make them feel bad just so that you can get some attention, just so that you can get some love thrown your way. Yeah. And I, and I don't always do this, but when I do, I really dig deep and I, I'm like, you know what? You messed up here and you. Oh my God. I would never do that. But I, I can only do it to certain people. I've only been able to do it to certain people. And if I'm thinking about it, the people I have done it to have been my siblings and they got over it because we worked on it. Because you kind of have Cause to. Because you, you got you to gotta have, like, what are you going to do about that? Like, you literally have siblings. Okay, anyways. And then the people that I have voiced it to, they're no longer my friends because they couldn't handle that. And, oh, and that's the other perspective, right? They can't handle it. Like, it's too much. It's too much. It's just too much. Well, it's just like, yeah. And, okay, so this is what I want to talk about. I'm I'm a friend who loves deeply, cares too much yeah quote unquote. i don't know about too much but you um, do care right i'm very enthusiastic right i'll say things that i don't necessarily mean like i exaggeration is my love language so i'll be like oh my god you're the best i love us um you're my you know bestie whatever wait a minute you know, i'll get wait a minute <laughs> I'll just be like Wait. excited. I'll be like, we're the best. I love it when we talk about X, Y, Z or whatever. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that you've been exaggerating every time you tell me that? Because I feel betrayed. <laughs> I didn't think. Betrayal. I thought you were jealous that I said that to other people. No, I didn't that think to that me. you would. And then I'm like, oh. no, 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 no. I'm like, yes, Don't we are amazing. But we have. So that energy is shared. It is shared. It is a shared. We know. We're on the same level. That we understand. And sometimes when I say those things, I'm like. I'm not trying to overwhelm you, which is so funny because I love being overwhelmed by love. I'm just being a, I'm just being dramatic. I'm just exaggerating for effect to let you know that I care, right? Like the phrase, I'm dead. I'm not trying to overwhelm you or put any emotional stress on you. I am just like, I'm just, I'm just giving, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's that you. if you match it, then we're awesome. And if you don't, I'll tone it down, right? Right. Or, you know, right. but I always feel like I'm I'm monitoring that level. Or if I say something, I can't say it again for a while or whatever. See, and that's the part um, that makes me so sad is that like if you have to tone yourself down, your energy, your style of love, your style of friendship, just so that the other person is not overwhelmed, how how sustainable is that? Excellent question. <laughs> She's like, you caught me in my own trap. I do not. I do not know. This is why I'm a yes, ma'am. But I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I don't but know. here's a, here's the follow up question. So that I'm just I'm just setting up that story. I'm just saying I, I'm a giver. I'm a person that will love people more than they love me back, etc. And do you think it is a fault of the person who? You are looking to as an A and they're looking down to you as a B or a C. Do you think it's the fault of us to not evolve with the friendship 
or do you or do you I mean I mean the I shouldn't say fault because the fault could be on either party I think I think there's but how does that like evolution match and balance do you think how does that imbalance get caused well I think there's a there's a lack of expectations that have been stated like you don't have to come out of the the woodwork not stated or not stated right you don't have to just come out of you know some metaphorical box of truth and say like this is what I'm expecting out of this relationship. What do you think? It, it, it somehow it, it becomes more clear the more you know someone. And sometimes I think the energies mismatch because when you're in a social setting, like for me, example, um, sometimes I, I come off a lot more excited and energetic when I'm in a room, but like over the phone, over a message. Oh, yeah. I'm like not. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. Not even there at all. I just realized something. Please pause. One second. Okay, here. Okay, uh, hear me out on this. Maybe we'll even cut the other part. Okay, let's talk about how when you look to somebody as an A and they don't look to you as an A, how you live off of any bone that they throw you, any little compliment, any random text message, yep. any like any chance that they actually hang out with you for once you just like live off of that for the next months right like do you i mean i get extremely disappointed as soon as no i'll get like excited i'll be like oh my god no like i think what i mean by disappointed is like uh recently i went to a wedding people were there i haven't seen them in a long time sent me a text message the day before Hey, can't wait to see you at this wedding. Haven't been. It's been so long. Miss you. Let's catch up. Blah, blah, blah. So excited. Me, I'm like thrilled out of my chair. Like so, so pumped to see these people. And then as soon as the event's over, I'm disappointed again. Because like it, I it wasn't it wasn't really genuine. And if it was genuine to them, it was only a specific type of effort that they were going to be willing to give. Like... We'll meet you at this space and at this level because it's a requirement, but then we're going to go back to our lives that don't include you. That's dramatic, right? I don't mean it that way. I Yeah, I get it. But I, I agree. Like I get so pumped. But you're, the whole like go back to your life thing is so true. It is because they, they don't really get phased by it. And I think it goes back to, to like the people that are notorious for like answering a text message and then not responding to the one after that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm I'm guilty of that all the time. Yeah, but we have actual problems. <laughs> <laughs> and other, oh yeah, our friends don't. They have no excuse. No, they they. <laughs> it's not like they're busy and have jobs and lives and other people to worry about. Oh, my God, what about me? You know, I I have friends that I I you know I really really adore them. I really like them. We live far away. We do our own things, and you know they'll message me every once in a while. And maybe I message them every once in a while, but it, it's just like, that's only like, you know, five text messages deep. Right. But like, I f- some, we're missing something, like something we're missing, like this. We are. We need an epiphany the, here. The, we need the an essence, actual yes. tangible topic. Yes, the, the, the essence of this is missed because there's there's a difference. We, we already established that there's a, a category of friends. We already know that sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in these. What are we trying to say? Like, I, I think there's some sort of like. I feel heartbroken sometimes when I love someone so much and they don't love me in return or when I give so much. I think much. it's a form of how people 
I think when we talk about this, this is what I mean when we say people can take advantage of me, right? Because I'll give and I'll give or I'll be excited until I get disappointed. Sometimes I feel like people only like me until they don't. Because they... they until a certain limit. I, I'm wondering like how much of that are you being used for your kindness and for your love versus like how much of this are they actually like on the same page with you? Because don't yeah. or is it just like, am or you know, am I just being a chump for? But then I feel like you would always for, be. for feeling the way I feel. You know what I mean? But, there's there is it on me for being like for holding them on a pedestal? No, I, I don't because I feel like there's an equal fault there. Like I just I just don't think it's that simple. I think it again I, there's this and i don't think i don't think i expect more of those people i don't think i expect too much of them either because i know that they won't deliver okay how would you feel about us just like taking a second and listening to that girl again that's fine okay yeah okay we're back the the part about this video that lauren and i found about this girl is that she identifies her true like relationship flaw as the the viewpoint that her friends see her as is someone that is constantly present, always shows up, um, someone to rely on, and that is the disadvantage for her because she feels extremely blessed and privileged to be a part of their of her friend's life, and that it's so exciting and so worth her time to show up. And to show them how much she loves through her words of affirmation, her quality time. But they don't see it as this like big blessing. They neglect it. They neglect it and they result to it being like, oh, she's just very nice. She's a constant. She's a constant. She, she will always do that. She will always be in my life. So I need to do no effort because she's giving me this and I'm giving only what I'm giving in return. Right. So I don't have to do any more. And that's the dis... That's the... I think that's... And I don't see her as a privilege in my life. Right. And I think that's where the imbalance starts, right? You're giving me 50% and I'm giving you 100%. But I'm okay with your 50% because of how much I care about you. But the twist in that is there... There's an illusion here that the friendship is equal, that the relationship... Well, there's an illusion that you're giving 150% because you're giving their 50% on behalf of them. Right. And then that turns into what I love. She said, she goes, the issue with that is that I know that there's a flaw in expecting yourself in others versus just having a standard of friendship. And that right there is where the boundaries come in, right? Yeah. So what... Like, are we our own standard of friendship? Do we look at an ideal friendship on how we act or how our other people, our friends, act towards Ooh, us? You s- Do you have Ooh. friends that are a better friend to you than you are to You just them? said something there. I need to write that down. That was really good. Wow. I can't even... Think about it. Do we set our own standard... Ooh. Because we think we're the best. 
And maybe that's where the flaw comes in. I mean, even when we started this podcast, like, are we the epitome? Like, because we are so giving and we're so awesome and that's what everybody should give to us because we think so. Are you saying that like that's how we value this podcast or that's how we value what we are giving to this podcast? Um, I don't know. You just hit me with the podcast thing. Is the podcast our friend? Oh, I thought you were I thought you were saying that like us putting in the effort here in together out into the world that we are the the essence of good. But you're saying that in No, I'm saying, do you hold your standard of friendships from yourself? Like saying, I am the best (laughs) and I'm comparing everybody else to me. Oh, man. That's, oh, okay. Well, I mean, when it comes to relationships. I think we need to make that really clear. I think we do need to make that really clear. I don't want you to still, do you understand you're saying that Are we, do I hold myself at a high is standard? Is the illusion of a good friend? Is the illusion of a good friend and a friend based off of the perception of yourself giving to your friends? Or is it based off of the good friends in your life giving to you? I don't know what you're doing right now, but like you're hitting my soul. <laughs> like that is... Do you only hold people to the standard that's in your own head? Because oh my god, like okay, so I'm you know I'm here spouting off like oh I'm so giving I get excited I tell people how much I love them all the time, and I say these things out loud and in my head I think when is the last time you texted anybody, Lauren? Like I can think of a few examples, but I'm definitely not saying like I'm the best. There's people that I don't respond to. So so you're you know they offered it hang out with me far away and I'm tired and I don't do it right Right. so like clearly I am not the best but I know in my head how much I care about that person so do I just think I'm the best because I know in my head where my levels are at and I think that I'm doing fine I think it's the opposite for you what makes you say that well the way that you just phrased it not the phrasing before this phrase because that makes any sense the first way you phrased it was do you hold yourself to a standard that you then in return hold your friends because you think that you are the best versus are you holding yourself at a are you holding that your friends at a greater standard than you hold yourself or are you the standard? Oh, no, I'm saying do you make that standard based off of yourself and your actions or mm. do you make that standard based off of your friends' actions? Interesting. I think for me... Because we're in our own head. We know how much we love people. We know how much we think our friendship is strong. Yes. And and for me, I would have to say that I probably hold my friends to a standard that I would hold myself only because I feel like I deserve it. What, what made that standard? That standard. That standard. You are. Are you the standard? No. My 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 hurt is my standard. Oh, my stomach just. So you instead of having a standard, you just have a bare minimum. No, I have a experience that has created the standard. That's a boundary. That's not a standard. Oh, okay. Solid friendship. When you make when you set a boundary. You are setting a boundary to a standard of a friendship. You're saying, I expect X, Y, Z, and you're not giving me X, Y, Z. But that X, Y, Z 
Is that only because that's what you give to people and you think? Okay, so let me let me ask the question because so like let me put it. And into I'm not t- talking context. about. I'm not talking about love languages and stuff like that. I'm just the the standard of. Right. So let me see if I can give you an example, and, and maybe this will help me understand. Okay. So because I don't, this is nor true, nor hear from me, but I'm just saying. So because in the past, someone neglected and took advantage of my time, I now have the standard that people have to make time for me. And the boundary is the friendship lessens when they don't give me the time I deserve. That's interesting perspective because you're saying that I'm setting a standard based off of I understand how you how you said based off of your hurt before based off of, and I said a minimum so you had an experience and now you've set a standard because that's a boundary mm-hmm. that now you have an expectation to meet because you know you'll get hurt without it I am saying do you have any I was thinking of standards as a perspective of like I hold this person high because they reciprocate the love I give to them or they're such a good friend. They check in on me. Mm -hmm. They're always there for me. Mm -hmm. They give me, you know, X, Y, Z. And that's the standard because they're so great. You're I'm kind of looking at it from the higher perspective of like, this is the bar. And you're kind of looking at it, the perspective of like, I have gone through this experience and now this is the bar interesting from the from the low like you're you're doing ground up and i'm doing sky down so yes so you are over hyping the standard in the sense that like you and i equal our energy right we we have learned over time that like we can match each other's energy so the standard for my friendship with you is i expect the best but if so if we just think about what's, you know we've talked about this before we did this all the time with language we really need to justify language here Yes. Okay. So we we talk about before what makes a good friend. What what is a best friend? And we talked about communication. And we talked loyalty. about um, loyalty. We talked about trust. We talked about right um, giving enthusiasm. Right. Whatever. Right. Those are the standard. Did we get there from? having people give that to us if we no. really need it for, and we need it from our for our ego I'm, re- I'm realizing that my ego comes from the fact that people have like hurt me that's sad is it well it's you it's, have very high standards i have very high standards and maybe because i was so i've been in so many situations well, okay hurt is a strong word but i really really don't like you name that quote um okay um, I'm thinking of it as like, there has been trials and tribulations in relationships over time. So the standards have changed. The expectations have been maybe at like the, the minimum here in the beginning, right? Cause you're like, wow, this girl's really nice. She likes me. We hang out every day. We like the same color. Mm-hmm. And then it became, wait a minute. We might have the same things in common, but she doesn't respect me. She doesn't yeah. value my... This is very interesting. Because I, I see how you're like all the way in this like <laughs> positive realm. <laughs> well, no, I'm just trying to think of where, where you know, our standards have changed, obviously. But where did... 
where like my our standards of a good friend came from us when we were five years old are you you and it evolved from there so are you the bar or am i the bar you know oh oh wait a minute and and is it all i okay i also wanted to to have a disclaimer just saying that it is all relative right because everybody needs different things if you compliment my outfit Mm -hmm. i will like be on a high for like a day okay but if i compliment your outfit you might like be like all right and that's it so, so where all, so where does we all need does, different things? So is that standard just what reflecting what we need, or are there oh no, no concrete tangible characteristics that go beyond that? I think it's the latter. I think we need those concrete tangible characteristics. Our needs are embodied through the tangent, right? So what is that foundation? Well, my, we we know my foundation is floozy. You know, it's very fl- not floozy. Oh my god, I meant flimsy. Jeez. Okay, so <laughs> if I was the bar, okay, so in our childhood, if you were the bar of my wait, standards, because because in school, you know, you kind you learned. Okay, you have to share. You have to be polite. You can walk next to your buddy at the lunch line. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things mm-hmm. help teach you the fundamental characters right and then you look for those things in your friends right so we learned that you have to be polite that you have like Mm -hmm. you can have fun xyz thing so it's something that's taught and your standard can be reflected in what you enjoy i think what you I, 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 so if I, I am, and also yeah. follow up question, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Please keep that thought. If I'm your bar, clearly that bar got like pummeled to the ground and then <laughs> you set your new standard. <laughs> well, no, because you might've been the standard I had. Right. And then I was disappointed. No one's like Lauren. No one loves me like Lauren. No one supports me like Lauren. True. And then we were best friends and then we didn't talk for so long. So like or or we would have like little fights or whatever. Did we fight? And then that was always I don't know. I don't think we fought. Not really. We fought but over, like, like we weren't like color. we weren't like besties in like we weren't like we weren't best friends like we like we used to be when we were children when well, yeah, we were in middle school and high school and college. Right. Right. And we're different best friends now. Right. I, I still think it comes down to experience. And sometimes Sometimes I felt disappointed in those years or whatever. Like oh it was always, God. it was always there. I'm so but not, sorry, but it's because we didn't have that interaction. Yeah, we, we neither of us were giving. Oh, so how yeah. could we feel fulfilled in that? Oh, you're so right. It's the bar was still there. Neither of us were reaching for it. You I, know what I mean? Well, then maybe that's the difference between like people like you and me, right? You and me have like a friendship that's gone through lifetime it, it's it's decades long it's decades full so like i don't put you necessarily in a category of that i don't know if that's how you feel about me but you don't think i just i you don't maybe think so? i guess i couldn't really compare like you're not a standard for my other friends because right it's not really comparable right because like with you okay well maybe this is where the standards are are so high is that with you, I give you leeway. I let you fail. I let you make mistakes. I let you not meet my actual standards. Not saying you don't, 
I'm just saying, I let you not do that. Yeah, geez, thanks. <laughs> well, you know, you did write my name on a bathroom I wall. I oh okay, literally. <laughs> I'm gonna start regretting I ever oh told you that. No, if you keep bringing it up. That was a beautiful moment. What I'm what I'm saying is that like you don't need it. You're so much like family that I don't. Yes, I totally. I don't agree. hold you. But then on the flip side, I hold my family to very high standards. Well, no, here's the thing. I just think that there's this, like, I I don't know. I just think that we understand each other so well that we don't need the explanation of where we're at or how we're feeling or whatever. And that's where that leeway comes from. Like, because I know if you weren't giving that, like, something is going on with you Mm -hmm. that prevented you from giving that thing. Do you think that's... And that's, therefore, it's my job to check in and, Uh like, you know, yeah. we just have an understanding of how we think sure. and how we work and the people that we sure. are that we're very comfortable in and that sets about that sets a foundation. But, sets a- but do you think that that's an insecurity? What do you mean? So, for example, friend, I'm going to name them John and friend, we'll use you because you're the standard. Okay. You and I have such a solid standard of friendship, a good foundation. We understand each other. We're, we have all the excuses. We don't need them. I put you over here. John isn't meeting me at my standards. He's barely even meeting me at my bare minimum. And I'm actually more upset regardless of if he has the same issues as you. You're you're busy with work. You have, oh, oh. You have a hard family time. But John isn't meeting me somewhere where I give him the leeway. I don't give him the grace because he didn't meet the standard to begin with. And who's heartbroken now? Or let's talk or let's talk about the people that throw you a bone and you're like elated that they even talk to you and you're giving them so much attention. You're so happy about it. Whereas like you are a constant and I don't get excited when you text me, right? You just- so where are we choosing to put that? <laughs> okay. you Okay. Hold down. No, but if I don't- ta- You know what I mean? You know, but a side note, if I don't talk to you after like a day, I am concerned. <laughs> no, I do. I do get like- Okay, it's a different phrase. It's a different kind of because excitement. you're saying like you're saying like I don't get disappointed, or like I I don't give them the leeway because they don't we I don't understand them as much and we don't share our lives as much. Yes, and I'm also saying, why do we choose to give excitement and energy to the people that don't give it back? That word that are just hanging on by a thread, rather than giving your love and excitement I, and energy I to really... the people that meet the standard i really think in some regard we see so much potential and hope in those relationships i think you're right i think there's something that they bring to the table that you don't already have in your toolbox you know your tools and your friend group that you want it so bad you're willing to like do the thing you don't do for your other friends i 100% agree with you. I'm so happy you said that because I would have never thought of those words. I think that you are trying to fill a void when you do that. I think there is a hole. You are missing something or missing a feeling or missing a you're trying to like catch an essence. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you how do you yep. catch a cloud and pin it down? Ooh, catch a That's from star the sound of music. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay. And then, um, how do you hold a moon? 
be in your hand. Anyway. It's so true. But the, but that, the, okay, okay, so let's hold on to this. Let's put this right here. How do you solve a problem like Maria? Let's. Is what I'm trying Maria. to say. Maria. We're going to get sued. That's going to be the title of our episode. Solving Maria? How do you solve a problem like Maria? Or like, Just kidding. I wanted to name it that, but. I think that's perfect. I think we need to get more creative <laughs> with our podcast names. Okay, hold the thought. Okay, so we have here okay. a value and or some sort of essence that doesn't complete us. I like the tool analogy. There's a tool yes. that we don't have in our toolbox that we want. And something about this relationship would add to our toolbox. We are being rejected. Also safety. Also safety. Are you saying that it's safer to have that relationship? No, I'm saying like that they like maybe they they used to make you feel very safe. Oh, that's a quality. Uh, like like in your in your childhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about a quality. And you hang on because they made you so happy in a certain point of your life. Wow. Okay, now we're getting really deep. Don't you think? I Do just, you think about that? I just got so distracted because that's not what I was thinking at all. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. I have to hold that thought. Okay. What I was trying to say is that like, well, no, I don't know. I'm so sorry. No, we were talking about tool in the okay, toolbox. Tools in the toolbox. Okay. So we, we want the tool in the toolbox. We don't have the tool. We're trying to get the tool. We're really all about metaphors here, people. Okay. But, but we're willing to risk how we present ourselves to this friend or to this person, individual, in order to put them in the box we we somehow are willing to negate all of the rules and all of the expectations just so that we can bag them however i don't know what what's i don't know where the for me i'm i know exa- what are we getting i know exactly what i'm trying to do i have an ego i know i do i need to tame it but if i can't get what i want i get very upset and that friendship i'm willing to put in two times the amount of effort just to get it. But I still don't get what I need in return. And somehow, because I want that relationship so bad, I'm willing to just that give it, myself. Well, and it appears that, yeah, it, it it has an appearance that you're putting in this effort and now the other person doesn't have to. And and, and something... Now of, we're full circle. Now we're full circle. Something about that, though, is interesting because why are we constantly seeking stuff we do not have? And why are we always trying to make things better? Because I understand. I have literally. <laughs> Keep going. I was just saying, I, I understand when people really don't have or they can't maintain a good friend. You know, we always talk about that. We're like, if you don't have a good friend, you can consider Lauren and I your good friend. We will listen. We will. We need to talk more about that, too. We will like, be your standard. What that means and what that looked like. It will look like this. You send me an email with your personal email address and I will email you back every day. I will. We will we will be pen pals. That is fine. And then as soon as we decide that we are worthy of ourselves, we will reveal ourselves. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like why are for the people that are trying to attain a friendship like you and I have. I understand why they're constantly reaching for something. They constantly give and they give and they give. Mm-hmm. But when we have it, why isn't it enough? Because when I meet new people all the time, I can cry. I'm about to. I'm literally thinking about how like I have a solid group of people in my life that does not include my family. And and it has taken years and years to perfect it. And it's not always good. Like Lauren versus Kelly versus Megan, 
very different people, very different standards of care here. But they they round me out. They fill in the holes. They fill in the gaps. And and like we talked about, sometimes for situations, you go to different friends for mm-hmm. what you want to hear mm-hmm. and what you need. But there sometimes are the people that slip through the crack where I give so much of myself because I see so much good in what we well, have. Why does it... Why do... Yeah, and then sometimes it's like it means so much more coming from that person when they give you validation or when they give you time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to relate it to somebody that I know in my life or people that I've I've constantly trying to attain or something. And honestly, a lot of the time, well, it had to do with an ego. It had to do with the status of friendship. And that's for me, okay? Because I, I feel... What this girl is saying in this video, I I hear her. I feel so blessed and privileged to be in your life. And somehow, even after all of my, my kindness and all of that I give, all of that I sacrifice, you don't agree. Like, we don't meet. And I wonder Yeah, that's the why. imbalance. So what happens when people go over your standard? Is that It's, it's just kind of like, cool, don't care. Are you saying like above or below? Above. Like you? Like say that person is you. Say somebody's putting in a ton of effort to be your friend. Oh, see now we're on the reverse effect. And and you don't care. Mm. It would take a very specific thing for me not to care. And and when I think of those things, I think about more like uncomfortable friendships, like there's some sort of uncomfortable history or I just don't feel very comfortable around you or like you're a guy and my husband doesn't like you. So therefore, like, I don't really want to, you know, I'm not going to be best buddies with you. And I think that 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 subject in itself is completely understandable. Like, I think that makes a lot of sense. But no, but that's what I'm saying is like, those are the reasons why I will not. Can we match the energy? Even if it was a female, like if, if I don't match your energy and you're really up here do 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 and i'm like Meh. i think you definitely did something that made me feel awkward or made me feel uncomfortable you think or, or i just feel like or, we're such different or like maybe that that girl and i you know i don't have a lot of i don't have a ton of girlfriends so why am i even talking and i have only girlfriends except for um so, well no yep i have only girlfriends that's interesting. I don't know. I don't have enough go- girlfriends to like speak on that. Well, but I do want to. Okay, go ahead. But but to answer your pre- earlier question, I think it really is somewhere at some point. Well, let me take that back. Maybe maybe they already have me as a tool. Maybe there's someone like me in their toolbox. Amen. You know what I mean? Like, let's put that in a humble statement. Maybe. No. Yeah, you're so right. They have a boundary where they are. They've got it all. Or they just they yeah they. Or the tool is they have an Emma. They have an Emma. You know, they already have an Emma. And I don't even want to even be that. I want to be even more humble. Maybe they cannot give anymore. They are giving enough to the people in their life. Or do you, can they not give anymore? Do they not want to receive anymore? Ooh, they're overwhelmed by the giving and the receiving and the receiving and the giving. And do they not want to receive anymore because they don't need it? Right. They don't need the validation. They don't need the hangout time, whatever. Then why? I don't know. That's interesting. Why do we need it? Because we want that tool to be from them. Because it's so freaking hard to find. 
my question anywhere else. I'm going to, or we haven't found it anywhere. We're filling that. I'm board. writing. So let me talk about this. I'm writing a question down. Okay. Also, I just literally, I am already thinking about when I listen back to this, I'm going to like think that we're so brilliant in the things that we're saying. <laughs> I'm gonna forget. I'm not gonna remember anything that we said, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh wow!" wow. Or I'm gonna think of something totally different. Well, then, like I then already know here, that when we listen back to this, pause. I'm gonna think of a million. Things. I, I want to challenge ourselves. I'm gonna pause for one minute. One minute, we just sit here and just reflect on what we're talking about. I have a match on Bumble, but I wanted to talk about one more thing. Oh, you can talk about one more thing. Say whatever you want to say. I'm writing a question down that I need to ask you after you keep going you're just looking at your bumble match yeah and you know what that response was just now it was lame it sounds like i will not continue this conversation do do you want to keep going sure okay so i have but i didn't reflect at all on what oh then we need to reflect i have to get it out of my system though anyway so i have the perfect example i don't know if i'll keep this in the episode or not but you will completely understand it like you will get it we are still good friends we text every so often but we are not I oh. I have the the void of like this childhood absolute strongest bond I've ever had with anybody. Mm. Exactly what we've had. So I'm still in that Well, state it's different. Like, different, different tool, whatever, right? So I will always have like she the past version of us is the absolute standard of like what a best friendship looks like, just like it is for us. Oh. But we'll, but we're not that anymore. We are very different people now. Both of us are. Are you saying that you maintain the standard because at some point it was there and now it is not? I'm not saying it's maintained. I'm just saying like that's a a, a void. Like I feel like we both want to be back there, but it's going to take we, some work. We don't we don't live we don't, we don't have this we it took a podcast for us to be back at this level, Ain't right? that pathetic. <laughs> well, no, but think about it, right? Like No, you're right. Before before you moved back home, yeah, we were still like we we've set the bar higher now. We're we're back at a connection that we were. It's not the same connection, Bef- but there's still that understanding. Do you think that we're back at the same connection as when we were when we were children? No, I think it's better. I think it's different, but I feel like it's filling the void of the childhood. I think we're we're dream. I think we're literally that's that's it right there. I think we're literally fulfilling our childhood dream. We are filling, and I and, and with my other best friend, we want to be fulfilling the childhood dream, but we are not mm-hmm. because we're f- apart. Yeah, yeah, and there's a challenge in that, and there's a there's a strength in that to recognize because. I think part of that struggle of always constantly giving and giving and giving and then not getting it in return, part of that might be trying to fulfill something that we know that will never be the same. And the other part is wanting to fulfill something that is never there. Because with the childhood best friend scenario, you're absolutely right. You're not going to like this. I had plenty of tools when I was in college and you were not one of them. You were just, you were in my toolbox. I didn't worry about you. I'm not. I'm not like offended by that at all. And I don't, I don't, I feel like I had, I feel like I had no tools. <laughs> I, I also, in my toolbox I feel like at all. No tools. <laughs> I feel like I had one tool and that tool's name was Tim. <laughs> yeah. Tim was a, 
Um, a very reliable source for many years. I have now filled the void. But I, I want to change my answer. I really feel like my standard for that friendship is based off of, of that. We'll just say it this way. A, someone that you cared about so deeply, you felt that you gave so much and you loved so much and you didn't feel like they met you on that level. But I honestly think it's so different. I, I feel like they did. It was just... But when not, but you were consistent. Okay, okay. So but maybe that's part of your standard. The, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, it's always it's it's interesting. I think it has something to do with the standard. I think the fact of the matter is like I don't know what your top three. Like we always talk about, mine is loyalty, consistency, and showing up. Right. Mm-hmm. You're there for me. You're always going to be there for me. All I said that word always. <laughs> And you you present yourself in times of need and in times of just endearment. But but when our friends don't e- equal those moments, I don't blame people for being disappointed. I don't blame people for feeling like they've been neglected or, or left out or just a little heartbroken. Like you're like, I always show up for you. I always give for you. And, and but but something about that internal struggle of trying to find a balance makes me want them just as much because i don't know if the, i don't know about you but like i i forgive more people than i probably need to because i i i want them to know that i'm someone that they can rely on and maybe they just mm-hmm. don't have an example that has been given oh full circle back to our roots maybe no one really modeled to them what it means to be a friend or to have a relationship that they can rely on Amen to that. That really, that's really what it is, right there. Or yeah, nobody's modeled it to them, or they don't need the tool that you're giving. Like you're, you're giving, and they don't necessarily appreciate it, or they're neglecting. Or it. maybe they don't know do how to use it. Interesting. Because I think uh, when it comes to experiences, and let's say let's use um abuse as an example. Sorry, if I go there, <laughs> but. And I don't mean abuse in, in an extreme sense. I mean like someone that constantly takes advantage of you. And and everyone takes advantage of you. And all you know is that that is the relationship, the symbiotic relationship that you think is positive. It, it's not. But all you've been shown is this advantage. And all you that you give, that's just what you receive. So then all of a sudden something great comes along, right? The better. The better. La- the latter is no. No, it's the better. And you're like, okay, well. Is this is this real? What do I do with this? I understand what you're trying to say. Because I think sometimes that can be too good to be true. Like for me, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, like people people who've gone through that mm-hmm. hurt don't know how to handle the, the tool when they get it or the love when yeah. they receive it. And again. They don't know how to accept it. They don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. because they've never had it before. You've had friends like that where oh, you yeah. say, where you've told me, the friend is like, this is the nicest thing that anybody's ever done for me. And you're like, what? Like, you're oh, like, my God. Excuse me. I remember exactly what story I told you. That was a wild experience. I was like, what do you. Right. What do you mean? And well, I think that please connect this. Please comment on you said that your standard is based off of your your hurt and the experiences Ooh. that you've been through. Mm. So connect that. Do, mm. do you know the good thing when you have it? I did not. I did not know the good thing. And then I learned the good thing. Or I, I retrained my brain to know the so good is thing. That, so when we, 
So when we don't know what the good thing is, is that when we're neglecting it? Are we being naive or do we have to go through her to learn what we want and what we need? I don't think that's true. I think it goes down to the boundaries thing. It's like, I, I can't meet you at your level anymore. So why isn't, like, why isn't loyalty and showing up like everybody's? Why doesn't everybody value that? It's probably based off of the the love that you give yourself. It's probably based on the perception and you know you know and the perks of being a wallflower like i really need my therapist the love that we receive (laughs) oh my god you can only you know what i'm saying though right no i i I agree with you and i think that's so crazy i don't think that you have to go through the hurt to understand what the good thing is no you don't but maybe no you don't no no, but oh no but are we contra am i contradicting myself because didn't in an earlier episode we talked about what we had to lose friends to like or we had to go through these experiences to have better friendships. We are the worst. We're totally contradicting ourselves. Maybe you do. Is that just? I get. I think that. I think that I just want to be an optimist, and I just want to tell well, myself that I didn't have to go. You know, but maybe I did. But I also. I know here's I did. Like, literally, here's literally what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this is so me, though. This is so on par I'm with. So me. intrigued. I'm totally. <laughs> you're gonna laugh. I'm done. I'm just. I'm just thinking. Hey you know preschool first grade golden rule whatever like you learned how to they said be polite i was polite they said don't do drugs i don't do drugs right and so when they said this is this is the criteria for how to how to be a nice person how to be a kind friend i that's that's part of the standard along with the good friendships that i had like 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 you never questioned the status quo it's not that i've never questioned it i'm trying to think of examples where like well you're a rule follower i don't know okay but here's and so am i but like Uh, here's the thing i'm not gonna say like yeah i'm a rule follower it's so me um that's so on brand talk about i've never been like you're not loyal to me i'm not your friend anymore you have i like i i wouldn't say that to somebody (laughs) i say that to everybody like I, it's not like it's not like I took those rules and held everybody to those rules and if they didn't follow those rules I was like you suck but you held yourself to them well yeah duh because <laughs> I mean but why are we so much I harder did. on ourselves you know what I mean because I do hold myself to a very high standard I guess I did I guess I did in terms of some moral things like young in middle school or like yeah like I was young and like you know, I was definitely like, ooh, like you're starting to hang out with the wrong people. Like I heard you did drugs. Like maybe I'm not going to well, like, hang out with you I, anymore, right? You have kind of have to like choose your group. Not to get, you know, political, but you grew up in a position where you followed biblical law. I'm not necessarily saying that. You, I mean, you, I'm just saying I was a... Like your morale. I don't know. This is my whole problem. This well, is like the whole problem with me. If you're a therapist, please just email me free advice. Um, <laughs> people know who I am, and then they keep things from me because they think it'll. I won't. I'll judge them, or I'll make. I'll feel uncomfortable, or like. But that but that's they need to. But that's a. That's but now a, I'm an adult. You don't have to do that. Maybe when I was in middle school, yeah. No, 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 like no, I don't. I don't no, want to. Ha- if you're in middle school, no. don't hang out with people who do drugs. Okay. Um, well, that or you'll learn something if you do. Um, <laughs> but like, but in general, don't. <laughs> not in middle school. Oh my God. Wait till you're at least 16. Yeah, not in middle school. Um, and yeah, I'm not giving advice. Fine. This is not me giving advice um, for legal reasons. But, but, but you're saying to me that 
because when you were younger, people avoided the thing with you because of how you believed. That's a them problem. That's not a you issue. If they look at you and they go, wow, Lauren isn't part of the social society. Lauren doesn't enjoy liquor like the rest of us. Wow, we really better avoid talking about the subject around alcohol. Like that is a that is a them problem. That's an insecurity on them because they don't want to cross paths with someone who doesn't agree, who doesn't maintain the norm. They they people like that get overly challenged and they can't meet it. They they literally sit there in contempt because they have no idea what to do with this this oddball over here. Wow, this is someone that's not like everybody I spend time with. Can't talk about that around her. Man, we're going to really offend somebody. When in reality, it's like, who gives a shit? Like, it... it, it, it literally. Literally. Because... Literally. Like, it, I can't stand people like that. And maybe that's the standard, right? The, 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 the bare maybe. minimum is the respect. The standard is, why can you assume something about someone you barely know? Okay, now I'm getting on a tangent, but I just want to say, assuming something about someone you barely know and holding them to a different standard than you hold yourself and your friends, are you saying because they're a stranger or because they are different than you? Because I think what the fault is that you sometimes run into is although you're very kind and giving and that you're willing to share yourself with people that you see potential and love in, for some reason, people's and not all people because you have a great group of people in your life, for some reason, the stranger receiving that from you kind of puts like an x over that it's like the wavelength is getting messed up it's literally like they start to pull it apart and they start to see "Ooh, this this doesn't work like but judgment is like very natural but do you fear of being uncomfortable do you think it's a judgment or do you think it's an an observation? I'm using judgment in a terms oh, like of a, general. Like a defense me- okay. and, and a defense mechanism. Okay, because okay. I know? was like, I don't think it's a judgment. I think it's a lack of knowledge. I think it's an assumption. Assumption's a good word. Because when I hold my friends to a standard and I put the 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 the, the details right, I don't care if you do drugs. I don't care if you're not married. You know, whatever it is. I don't care that you have 29 children and you only spend time with one of them. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't care about those things. And and those are the standards that I push to push away because I know that at the core essence, you're a good person and you're willing and I'm willing to give because you're worth it. Mm. Do you think that's a standard or do you think that's just like a... Well, it's an Emma standard. Here's the thing that's in the back of my head right now. And it's kind of the very opposite of what we're talking about. And I don't know if it directly relates, but I think you can help me put the piece together because I do want to focus on the friendship aspect of it. Are the standards in your head for a good friendship also the rules, regulations, and red flags for people you do not like and will not get along with and will not be friends with. Like when you meet somebody, you said before in an episode, I know within the first 10 seconds, they're the they're the red flag people that you stay away from. Think about what are those flags to you? Are they based off of that standard? Or is that something different? I mean, I like I like the question a lot. Like my red flags, I know that we're not going to vibe if you're a person who complains all the time. 
don't get me wrong, I love a pessimist. I'm so happy to be the optimist to a pessimist heart. Oh, I knew she um, loved but me. But if you're if you are a constant complainer and you never see any good in anything and you just want to talk about that, if you literally if alcohol is your personality, we're not going to get along. If that's all you think about, all you talk about, all you do, it it's just not going to be the fit. Like if you're a 22-year-old that gets drunk every weekend and tells all your coworkers about it, it we're just not going to vibe. Um if you are a snake if you are like you're a petty person if if you are a gossip that travels gossip if you you purposely push it around no i don't want to say if you like if you use gossip as a weapon and a tool if you use like if you're always looking to up your advantage and always thinking about yourself Mm -hmm. we're not going to get along well, let's let's dissect that, right? So the the gossip rule in my head is someone that is untru- is untrustworthy. Okay, trust. So that's the opposite. Bingo. The the alcohol thing is um it's a value of something. It's a value of substance. Okay, so they value a substance, so then in return, why does that bother us? That bothers us because it's not that it bothers me. I just like we're not going to be best friends if that's all you think about and talk about. It's 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 uncreative. It's un it's unbounded because it it just it's too society norm for me. I just like can't because because a drinking problem <laughs> is not funny. It's not funny. Like, it's not <laughs> okay. Anyway, like, yeah. Check. Why do I even have to explain that? It's not even funny. <laughs> like we come from families of alcoholism. Like my whole father's side is all alcoholics. They're all dead. It's okay. We can talk about them. Um, it's a, it's, it's not a fear that we possess of the substance. It's a, it's just a quality and a personality trait that we do not hold higher than we hold our family, higher than we hold love and yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it doesn't mark up on the list. Okay, mm-hmm. what was the first one? That and you then said? the complaining thing. The complaining. You always how literally all you do is complain. I don't think it's the. It's simply just I prefer people who are optimistic. I think it's accountability. I have everything to do with that about being accountability. Okay, I see that. You know what I'm saying? You you complain. That none of the accountability is on me. No, 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 not at all. But it's like you complain all day. You have no solution to give. You're always in the in the yes, thinking yes, that yes. everything not, is wrong. And because if you're not if you're not giving to anything, then how are you going to give to a friendship? Right on, sister. And you know what? There's a difference there. But let's make that clear because I don't want to offend anybody. I don't think that when you're in a tough situation and you're venting to get through something is the same no. as every single no, 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 thing no, no, in no. life is so horrible. They're two different things. Okay. But that's 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 the key there, right? So we're, we're we're narrowing down specifics because for me So what do you think about that? I think that's I think that's very What what about for you? <laughs> I'm nervous. Um I'm being very vulnerable here. I know this is a safe space. I know. My red flags, okay, let's let's talk about this date I went on. Um my red flag was they give so much to someone like other people in their life. There's no room for me. That's a red flag. That's a to red you? flag. Like family, like yes. other friends. Yes. Okay. And and not I'm not saying that people who care about their family, it. it's when it's a complex. Yeah. When, yeah. No, I to- you know I, I mean? totally get that distinguished. Because like, that's all they talk about. Yep. It's what they do yep. every weekend. Yep. It's it's so much a part of their life that it it's not ignorable. It's correct. It is who they are. Correct. Please, I am desperate for a man that loves their mother. I am. 
But I'm not desperate for a man that loves their mother so much that, much. that we have to talk about her every day, all day. I, okay. I love my mama. Everybody knows that. I love my mama. But she knows that I don't need to talk about her every day. It doesn't work that way. Okay. So that's that's a thing. So if you, you give so much to others, like where do I fit into the picture? Is there some room? Because that, then we're coming down to the imbalance. That's the, the, ref, the red flag for me. There's an imbalance here. Like, how do I become someone that's important to you? Yeah, you explained that. Is there room for me? Is there room for me? Okay. Another red flag. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, although this is a physical aesthetic, it is a red flag for me. Hygiene. Okay. Something about not having good hygiene tells me you don't take care of yourself, which means that there is another essence that you need some self-care in order for you and I and to you vibe. you won't show up for me. And then you won't show up for me. You can't show up for yourself. We can't show up for me. So how do you- Because, again, I'll have to clarify. There is a difference to self-love working through. When we're all working on ourselves all the time. But when I really see the hygiene problem come into play- Like if you don't hold yourself to a standard, you're not going to yes. meet my standard. Because I've been in a depression hole where I don't shower for days. I, I've been there. But when I see the neglect overpower my self-will, I personally go see a therapist for it. Right? I, I take accountability. Okay. So that may be that might be overly sharing, but um and then overall it's it's a it's a pride thing. If you have too much pride. If you're cocky. If you're a cocky showy. if you're always talking about how much money you make, um, what kind of car you own, um Okay. Oh, look at my big house. Look at what I just purchased. I have an iPhone twenty nine. So- you know, that tells me that you don't value that the there's true meanings, like true importances in life. That's not a word. Things are I feel that. like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you value material. You value material more than you value people. And maybe it's not just people. Maybe it's it's love in itself. Maybe like you're seeking a love that cannot be fulfilled mm-hmm. by me. Okay. Because I, I, I never feel that like a, a one and one equals two. Or sorry, sorry. I do feel that way. I don't believe a half and a half is a whole. I come whole, you come whole, we make two. And we're not always whole, right? We we always have misgivings. And we're ba- constantly balancing. You know, you can never give yourself 100% all the time. Sometimes you have to make up in the in the in the in the relationship. But it's mm-hmm. it's the acknowledgement of the balance, right? It's the acknowledgement that I am going to balance this out with you. Yes. And it's and it's and a I team think effort. that imbalance is when Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and, we've talked about and that that's before the imbalance. too. I'm willing to give, I'm willing to extend a thousand percent for you. I'm willing to pick up any slack for these certain people if we have the agreement that that is that is what's what. And that's 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 right there. That's the imbalance that I'm feeling when I'm constantly seeking relationships. And I'm not talking about so we might we might be giving eighty, we might be giving one hundred and ten, but there's no fluctuation, right? Like the other person is just giving kind of like a constant. Yeah, because like if you're constantly giving twenty percent, what what am I doing here? Why am I trying to make mm-hmm. up the difference? Why are we not meeting each other? So because like like we said, you're not always going to be able to maintain a fifty oh, fifty or a hundred hundred. Yeah. And so these red flags, it's kind of like, I don't know, I saw this funny video and it was like, if you do these things, we're not going to be friends. We're not going to get along. Like if you are patient enough to sit at like 
a green light and not go right away and not honk at the person in front of you. you you're willing to waste your time and you're going to waste my time too. Oh, <laughs> if, <laughs> I totally saw that one. I thought that remember was so that? funny. She's like, things so I funny. don't understand. There are things, things that I don't agree. Man, that girl cracked me up. I, I agree though. I mean, certain ways, certain, well then that's, that's the part of life. So I think that those red flags are saying like, if you, if this is how you live, you're not going to, be balance out my half yes um not like i i believe that when you come into a relationship you give your whole self you give the 10 out of 10 experience when you first meet people and as you progress and then you dial it back <laughs> well no but it, as you progress if the friendship or the relationship or whatever we're talking about is worth it we maintain a consistency right we go I might not always need to be able to be at this level. And that's where the grace comes in with our friendship, right? Lauren, you don't text me back every day because you- Grace is part of that balance. Correct. Yeah. But, it's like built in. But if you don't show me that you're willing to give me that in, at some point in, in the beginning or even in the middle, even once in a while, we've been doing this for 20 years. You you have to You have to make that clear to me that you can't give that much more. But a new relationship, you better be giving me a 10 out of 10, 100% when we first meet. If you want to be a part of this friend life, because the, what we're talking about here, I'm talking about a relationship. If we're talking about a friendship. I think that's overwhelming. I know it's overwhelming. But like there comes my high standards, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But like you're trying to impress me, right? Like an actual physical relationship. Someone that I want to marry. Impress me. Okay. I'm in trying to impress you. I, I do my hair. I put on a nice outfit. I'm really nice. Um, I really think about what to text you. I really care about the amount of effort I put in when I'm meeting I make Selena. excuses to have to talk to you. I will text you at work. You know you're important if I'm texting you at work. But a friendship, it's so different, right? Because we go back to those categories again. It's okay if we have a an acquaintance relationship. It's okay if we have like a, we hang out every once in a while. And it's okay if we have what Lauren and I have. It's all relevant. It's just, I think there's something... Relative. Thank you. My God, why is that word always so hard for me? (laughs) It's all relative. But what makes it relevant is knowing knowing your faults and knowing your your imbalance. And I think that's the constant pressure that you're going to have as you make new relationships, as you maintain your relationships, as you... Yeah, but what are you supposed to do with that? You're supposed to make a new friend and give them 100% and be like, oh, I, I um, actually am not very trustworthy, right? <laughs> like, nobody says that. No, 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 no. I'm saying, okay, okay, you can't put this, the, the pieces of shit in the same category as the people like us. Because there are people that will manipulate others into saying that I am worthy and I am giving you everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if people go in intentionally into relationships pretending to be something they're not, you're we're talking about a whole new problem. Not that we're we're No, but you're you're saying that you have to be upfront with the faults and that's a part of the balance. But I think that comes with the relationship. But how do you do that? Well you you well and you just feel each other out over time. Yeah, but my opinion is that this is a conversation. If 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 we're gonna have a successful friendship, we're going to have a conversation. I'm con- not good at texting. You should call you me. You need to exactly. Exactly. Okay. And if people don't like that, if they're like, well, I'm uncomfortable talking and I only prefer texting, you really need to get over that. Because if you want to be my friend, you need to give me a phone call. 
Like, but I feel like if it's the person, you can't just be like, if you want to be my friend, this is how it's got to be. No, 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 no. No, again, it, it all comes down to a conversation. It all comes down to a balance, right? I, I'm I'm sorry I'm speaking in, in extreme terms and absolutes, but like, I, I don't mean it that way. I just mean that like, you need to be able to communicate your needs. You need to be able to, to put that up front. Because over time, you and I have experienced that sometimes our friendships fizzle. Sometimes our friendships just completely Mm. break in half and we have no idea what has happened. But at some point, at some point, when we recognize that there's that imbalance, if we're not receiving what we deserve or what we feel we need, what we need, do we have the strength and the courage and the wisdom to ask the question, what's not working? What's going on? What's going on? Strength and I don't. I, I, I have only this much of the wisdom but a lot of strength to say what i'm feeling (laughs) and that is where the ego comes in and that's where the imbalance happens because i'm like why are you being a dick i want to talk i want (laughs) to talk about this i want to ask you a question oh god yeah because i i want to understand you are somebody who's always had very high standards (laughs) i I, I feel like as children, yeah. you had high standards. You 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 learned the rules. You had standards set within your family or at school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you held people accountable to those. So I feel like your standards have always been high. Yeah. You feel like your standards have been broken down and then you put up more. Mm-hmm. Or the or that they changed. Do you feel like your standards were high and then they got higher? Do you feel like they got broken down and then you built them up like barriers? Do you feel like the standards? What what does that journey look like? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks exactly like the the breaking and the binding and the falling and the repaving and it's it's very much of I thought it was one thing, right? In this moment, I feel this, and then mm-hmm. I have been then something happened where I changed my You've been mind. Adjusting, I've been adjusting. Now, based off of your experience mm-hmm. and what you have received, mm-hmm. that is not acceptable to you or what is acceptable to but you. But also, there's also a flaw in here, right? I am a flaw sometimes. I sometimes make mistakes. So the standards mm-hmm. have changed because I fucked it up. Like, I I yes. over, well, I was overbearing. I'm saying that the, the standards are based off of you and here we they're are not saying they're not saying <laughs> my friend wow i've never had a friend like kelly before now i want all of my friends to do Ooh, it kelly no does, i don't to be like i don't want that at all i love you kelly i i want it to be a well-rounded and i, <laughs> I thought i had just made up that name <laughs> <laughs> you literally have a friend named we kelly. Do have anyway. kelly. no but and then that's correct right you you meet someone and then the standards change or like what is my favorite line from national treasure i don't think that's necessarily it i don't think you get a good friend who had a hot bar who's suddenly giving you a tool you didn't have before and now that's no 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 i think it's i think it's a it's a positive thing i, don't know. I think it's a positive thing it's like it's like oh look at look at i, I guess maybe it does set a new standard it, well, it, it has to in some regard right like yeah look at this i, I because then if that person leaves you need that and that's that's it right there if somebody shows you cookies and then they take it away and then they bring you back like a stale cracker, <laughs> I want the cookie. Yeah, you want the cookie. I want the cookie. But like, I think that's part of the struggle, right? Like you meet someone and let's say they're so great and they're so wonderful and then all of a sudden you have a falling out or just somebody doesn't work out or just like you have a breakup. You broke up with them. They broke up with you. Mm-hmm. Well, now the, now it's changed. Now you're perceiving them in an entirely new light. Or maybe you convince yourself that you don't need that cookie. Ooh, maybe the cookie was actually a stale cracker 
and you after all and you uncovered it's it's maybe you took a bite of that cookie and it was poison and that's when our standards change and our and our expectations mm-hmm. evolve because we're constantly learning we're constantly learning about ourselves we're constantly learning about how we operate oh, we're changing we're always yeah, changing. and adapting if you, the one thing in life that's consistent is change everybody knows that quote you know so like you gotta acknowledge that like all all of the relationships you ever encounter they're always going to be different. They're always going to go through progression and they're always going to go through defaults of seasonal change. Uh, uh, nothing is constant. Me and Lauren have, like we just talked about, we have not been this way for years. But I finally have someone that I can talk to in a very honest way. And now our standards have changed. Now we are the cookie. We are the cookie. Can we upgrade ourselves to like a vanilla shake with like some like, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Do you feel fulfilled by the answers that we're giving each other right now? I think that we are just scratching the surface. I know. I know. This is how this podcast always goes. I think we're on to something. I just think that... And I do. I do feel fulfilled by the answers that we have. I, I feel like we could talk about them forever. Yeah. Um. I feel like... But I do feel like we have come to some agreement conclusion. I do agree with you that we do need some like... We do need to share some good examples. Yeah. But that's scary to do. It is scary to do. I mean, I could get, um, I would like to get more personable and I'd like to share more things that I've. And I would not. And I know you wouldn't, but, it, but I really am calling myself out if, if we're going to talk about those things and those mistakes and maybe we can talk more about that later, but I don't know. What a great episode to come back to. We should write a book. I'm really thinking about it. Do you want to be my co-writer? Do I have a choice? No. Excellent. Excellent. This is how we do it. Do you want do you want this to be the pause and we can continue this conversation in our next know. episode? Wait, how, how are you feeling though? I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. Yeah? Yeah. I think there there's a lot of I think what you're doing is like the questions and the conversations we're having today is really making me think deeply about how much I have give given to people without anything in return or without little to nothing in return and um i don't like feeling like this (laughs) i really don't oh i'm so sorry no please don't be i think the best way to to you know my sister always likes to say that like you know when you go to the gym and you like work out a muscle you have to like tear the muscle for it to grow and like Mm -hmm. i'm definitely going through a, a growing pain season right now and it's it's funny it's hard it's it's funny that you say that because i almost feel the opposite i feel like on this podcast i'm saying like oh i'm such a good friend i give and i give and people take advantage of me and like um whatever xyz that i've said in the past and i think about it afterwards and i'm like i i feel like like and i almost like question myself i'm like am i not really a great friend like who do i actually talk to and like when do i talk to them am i like how much am i like like, is this even true anymore? It's definitely true for, like, a past version of myself, but is it true today? You know what I think would be really helpful for you and I? I think we should invite somebody that we can trust to ask us these questions. To analyze, yeah, ask us tough questions. Yeah. So um, one of you who is listening right now, we will be giving you a phone call um, and inviting you to talk to us. Because I don't think that you and I... I think it could be a stranger even. Maybe. I would prefer it, to be honest. So Who do you think our friends could do that? I have one in mind. Do you mind. think there's any friend that could do it for both of us? Yes. And and I, I will tell you who they are in a minute. I don't want to share on here. We need someone to really like 
make us no i think we need somebody who knows us oh you want someone deep okay well then let me take that back okay not that person well i think i think that would be interesting but if someone was really gonna really going to dig rip you apart rip me apart besides me besides you well this particular person could not rip you a new one because they don't know you very well but i i think could really kill me you think oh yeah she would tear me apart so she would really tear me apart yeah and that would that would that would crush me (laughs) i'm getting anxiety thinking about it because i don't try to tear you apart either i try to ask you challenging questions well well, that's that's productive we have a podcast (laughs) we're trying to like really get to something and now we're literally talking about how we should do this on purpose for fun i think it would be like why are we doing this to ourselves Well, I okay again people who listen to this podcast i really value your perspective i value your perspective on the subject i don't necessarily care what you think about me because like we can have those private conversations on the side but like people who listen to this podcast and have been listening to this podcast for ever and they and they you know they, you you know the vibe you know the vibe and and you know what we're giving and what we're trying to exemplify but if if you can call me out on my bullshit please do like something something is not always perfect right and there's nothing about what Lauren and I are saying that doesn't have a flaw but i don't think that i'm willing well here's the thing Lauren like should we just mm-hmm. get mean should we should we just make us feel well, really is it uncomfortable? Like a, yeah, should we should we just get a hot seat? But then there's things like there are things that we can't share on this podcast. Like there there are it's like it, I'm sorry, there just is. Well, absolutely. That that's that's part of personal lives and boundaries. Maybe we should get those uh, But like, even if it's not that, even if somebody looked me in the eyes and was like, "Are you a good friend?" Or like, you know, I don't know. What's a better question? My, my, it would be an example. It'd be All like, right. when this happened, don't you think you could have responded better? Well, it's funny. The other thing I think about all the time is like, I think about regrets of like what I would do differently mm-hmm. in situations or how I really messed that up. So to answer that question, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think we need that? Well, if you're listening and you want us to totally wreck our lives, well, I, I think if we're if we're really gonna hold ourselves to the standards of this podcast is a reflection of our friendship. It is a criticism and an observation of friendship in general, relationships, the essence of what people and why people come together. I also want to consolidate and like just talk about all the the contradictions and sort them out. I agree. I think that could be our next. I feel like we're making a thesis, you know? I feel like. <laughs> yeah, like why, why is, what is a good relationship? That can be our our thesis, uh, a pre-question to the post-production. Okay. I think we should wrap this one up and continue this in the next episode. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, you, yeah. Please send us an email. Let's all take a deep breath together, shall yeah, we? Yeah, okay. <sighs> this has been another listening. episode of the Oak View. Please email us and please share our podcast with your friends and your family because we are so loving and grateful for you showing up and listening every week we you guys don't go unnoticed we know all 60 of you so thank you so much thank you so much have a great day (laughs) bye guys thank you again for listening to the oak view you can follow lauren and emma on instagram at the oak view podcast o-a-k-v-i-e-w podcast 
or email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com.